And it is time for the July Fantasy Mailbag here on the Facebook Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. What's going on? I'm Bird. Back fresh from vacation in sunny, gorgeous, beautiful Buffalo, New York. It is Jake Simone. Jake, welcome back to the program. The people missed you. I missed you. How are we? Refreshed? We ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Next vacation is until the end of August, or actually middle of August. But uh, yeah, you know, summertime and it's almost fantasy time. Really, I it what's less than a month away from my first draft. Yeah, my first draft. My first draft is in is two weeks from. Well, my first home draft, I should say. First home draft is two weeks from Sunday. Yeah, probably the earliest draft I've had in a long time. But it's one of those things where we we're we're getting older, people move to other parts of the world and yes most people are home for it so we gotta gotta make it work so if any of my guys get hurt whatever like but i think i think the preseason's over though a little bit earlier this year i think the 24th we should be okay especially the third one where guys really don't play and this this first home draft is a startup dynasty league so i'm like you know i'm chomping at the bit but the good news is get the hard one done Get the really hard one done. Get the most, get the one that requires the most focus and attention done out of the way. And then we could focus on the keepers, the redrafts, and then, of course, your brand new Superflex. Yeah, should be a good time. Little low cost uh, little thing. And then we'll see how it goes. And hopefully next year we can do Superflex Dynasty. I assume your Dynasty, the other Dynasty League, isn't a Superflex League? No, it's not a, it's not a Superflex. So if this turns it into a Dynasty and it's a Superflex, yeah, it's, cash it's money, just, I'm in. So good material for Superflex leagues, uh, for uh, sure. Literally, I was you stalled my gist. I was going to say I'm going behind the curtain here. Jake and I had discussed potentially doing the Superflex because Jake wanted to make sure for all the Superflex people that always submit questions into the mailbag that he has a bit of an idea and has a bit of a, a bit of a, a gauge into the Superflex world. So. You can't you can't ever say that Jake Simone is not looking out for you beautiful people because he is. He is a man of the people. Yeah. Certainly not a lack of trying. Absolutely not. And that and that that is why we have you on this program. So let's just jump right into this mailbag. And funny enough, we're recording this on Thursday. This is gonna come out on Saturday. So this is, this is like a test run for uh for week one mailbag. Yeah, we'd have Thursday night football predictions. Yeah. Yep. yep. I mean, I mean, the the Chiefs are going to beat the Lions. There you go. There's yeah, I don't think either of us are going to pick the Lions. <laughs> no, there's just spo- there's just spoiler alert. The Chiefs are going to win that game. So we have 17 questions. We had over 50 questions in the ma- in the mailbag. Thank you so much. I had to cut them down as best I possibly could. Um, don't worry if your question is not read. We are going to have so many other mailbags throughout August because of the demand for questions that we had with this one. So if your question is not read out, don't worry. It's not lost. It is in the mailbag. We are going to empty it out before the season starts. Uh, If you have questions and you want to submit more questions, please, by all all means, submit all your questions to the mailbag. Email links are always in the description. And of course, my socials. You can follow me on, on on the good old Twitter machine. And I am always answering questions at the ready. All right, Jake. One to seventeen. Can't split the deck. 
can't split the deck, unfortunately. That's really what, what we what we needed. Really yeah. what we needed. Was, so we're, you know, we're going to go with uh, number, let's just be basic here, number one. Number one, this is from Tommy. And no, this is not big time Tommy. Jake, where or where is Tommy from? It's from the one and only Portland, Oregon. The man who was in Portland. The man who got to see the absolute hapless splendor of Portland, Oregon. Yes, yes, indeed, sir. And, I, and let me tell you, <laughs> since Jake was in Portland, the smile has not left his face. And it makes so much sense. It's hard to. It it's, really it's is. It's really hard to. You, you, you leave a changed person. You really do. You do. Shout out, Portland. We, we, we love you. Can't wait to see you on the week one mailbag and throughout the season on the Saturday mailbags. Great programs. Uh, Tommy from Portland, Oregon. He wants us to rank him in half. Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Drake London, and Chris Godwin. Hmm. Good names that are going to be very similarly ranked uh, yes. just from a glare. I would probably say Kirk is my favorite name on that whole list. I would okay. go Kirk, Lockett, Godwin, London. Eh, in half, London, Godwin. Okay. So in full, I, I'd go Godwin before London. I have it Lockett, Godwin, Kirk, London. Yeah, I'm just really out on the whole Baker and Tampa Bay thing. I I For just sure. am not really too too behind it. I don't I think one of Godwin or Evans will have a good enough year to be uh, a set it and forget it guy. And I, I don't I think one of them will be burning people pretty badly. And I'm not sure which one. And that's why I'm not really too curious to find out. Gun to your head, you had to pick. You had to pick one as to who who the good I, one is going to be. Who well, do you look, I would be? I would probably go Mike Evans. I mean, every year the guy's got a thousand yards, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'd go Evans. He's in a contract year too, so that never hurts. Every and every year for the last four, there's a streak that's going to be broken. I talked about this on the uh, the NFC South uh, preview show. Mike Evans, of course, with the thousand yard streak, and then Chris Godwin, four years running. In half PPR, he has been a top 15 receiver on a points-per-game basis. I would bet on that being broken. I don't think either of them will be a top 15 receiver. And I also I said top this. top 20, maybe. It's very hard for me to back that at the end of the year, we're going to be sitting here and saying, oh, wow, a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the reason why I won a fantasy championship. No. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we're here. We're here to try and win fantasy championships. We're here. We're not here to try to get into playoffs. Like like maybe Adam is because Adam and I had a huge debate about floor ceiling guys on on the NFC North show. We're here to win championships. We're not here to make playoffs. Jake, let me ask you just a a, a quick question: uh, How much money do you make for making playoffs? Ungats, unless you're the one seed, I, you know. Right, unless you have some wacky ass bonuses where you know you make the playoffs, you get something which. That's a participation trophy. Grow up. No, I'm looking to win. That that's what I but I but I have been getting burned though, and I'm gonna try and change that this year. There's gonna be no more taking players that are out and not helping me earlier in the season. And there's no more like, oh, I'm gonna wait for this guy to win the job. I, I gotta I gotta stop doing that because it's not been it hasn't been working as good as I've it's it's worked less times than it more I don't know. I'm looking for the correct terminology here. It doesn't work that often for me. It's so burned I'm you more and, times than it's helped you. Exactly. So there's there's going to be no more of that this year. Like I'm looking for guys that are going to help me win now and then also in uh, the month of January hey, or December. You know 
Christian Watson did help us, and we love Christian Watson. Great guy. Well, this he was a waiver Christian guy, Watson though. Players. I mean, that that's a little different, though. I didn't really draft him in a lot of places last year. My keep my keeper league was the only spot where he was drafted, and now I get to keep him for uh, for a thirteenth round pick. So uh, you don't remind me about keeper leagues. I got like the dilemma of a lifetime. Oh yes, you do. Oh yes, you <laughs> do. And, fun, and funny do. enough, there is a question in here where someone also has a uh, a dilemma that revolves around old blue eyes Joe Burrow. Just an, an incredible guy. A, a really yes. a sensational. It's gonna get paid. It's gonna get paid a great He's big bag. I'll tell you that. And I but said, I said, not it everybody's the... quarterback can give up thirty five million dollars for the for the good of the team. I mean, you know. That that is true. That is true. You, just real, real quick, I hate to go off of a, sure, on a tangent. Bob, please. How would you feel? How do you think those people in Green Bay feel seeing all this happen? Sick. The guy nickeled and dimed them for every cent. Didn't literally it, never showed up to anything in the spring. And, and, it, it literally uh, is the big is the biggest middle finger to everybody, to everybody in Green Bay. And honestly, fair, fair, fair play. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I can't hate it. I really can't. It's also Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is love of my life. He's been love of my life as long and as Jordan he's Love's not the playing well in the playoffs. He's not playing well in practice, Jordan Love, either, they're saying. No, no, and, and he may only get half the season. My and God. if he doesn't work out with half the season, phew, they're going to go to Sean Clifford? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what they're going to do? They're just going to ride out Jordan Love if he really stinks. They're going to hope they get the number one pick, and then yeah. they have Caleb, and then he's the next far for Rodgers. The classic, yeah, for... classic Packers fashion. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, kill me. Kill me, please. Uh, number one is gone. Number eight. We're splitting the deck with 16 now. We're going to go with number eight. And this is from Ronnie. Ronnie is from Reno, Nevada. Uh, Ronnie asks, what do you recommend a first-time fantasy player do at 1-4 in a 12-team half PPR league? Well, first of all, welcome, Ronnie, and thank you for listening to the Talk Podcast. Much, much appreciated. Uh, what would I do? Well, what I would do is I would be looking at one of the receivers. I'd be looking at either Chase or maybe Jefferson if you get really yeah. lucky. But yeah, Jefferson it, shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be. But it, because you're a first-time fantasy full? player. A uh, half. Oh, in half? <sighs> half. So half half I would I would think about Eckler in half if he's there. Sure, if he's if he's there, absolutely. You let me let me ask you. I mean, because I'm just thinking about this baby from my own selfish perspective. When you're talking to someone that is new to fantasy, like 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 Ronnie here, would you recommend going just double running back and keeping it very safe, very simple, and just building your team around around that? Because me, yeah. me personally, I wouldn't do that. I would be going. I'd be going with the receivers, but obviously, it's a lot harder to build a team. You, you need the experience. You need. You yeah, really I would need go the experience to yeah, go super would, wide receiver heavy, and then find your running. It's backs tough to find those running backs. Yeah, I, that's around. why I would probably take Eckler. But I mean, after Eckler and Christian McCaffrey, there's really not a running back that I'm particularly interested in in that top five. Like Bijan, no. Well, who who would be your next guy after McCaffrey and Eckler? Honestly, like I don't hate Saquon that much playing for his cash. Okay. Just just looking at it from afar. I would like Jonathan Taylor, but I don't like the whole already going into the season banged up deal that's going on. Like yeah. I, I don't not in the top five. Um that's why I would probably take Chase. In half, not well, not over Jefferson, but Chase probably should be there, and I like Chase more than Cup, especially in half PPR. 
But I, I would probably, if you really want to take a running back, I would go bold and try to get Saquon. Okay. How, what about, I mean, this might be a little high for him, even though, you know, I know, I know we're both big fans of his. Um, would you consider in half maybe Chubb or is that too high? A, li- a little too high. Okay. Um, but I definitely like it a lot more in half. I, I like Saquon this year. I think he definitely wants to play for his cash. The Giants have literally not a lot else. I mean, Darren Waller, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not really the, the biggest fan of Darren Waller, especially with his – it's more so his ability to stay on the field yeah. or lack Big of. concern. So, really, what else do the Giants have uh, like, other than Saquon, right? I mean, look not at the much. usage rate last year. and not he's much. And, and he's probably going to play with a massive chip on his shoulder too. So. Sure. I would go Saquon. All right, so then I'm. If you can get, it, it's pretty much what we've narrowed it down to is either Chase or it's it's Saquon. If you're not getting an Austin Eckler, yeah, I, I would I would agree there. I think Chubb and, and Bijan is a little too bold for me. I'm a little worried about Bijan to be honest with you. I just don't trust Arthur Smith uh, in fair. the slightest. Very fair. I mean, given given the track record of what he's had with uh, his two first round picks that he's used for skill position players, but. Drake London really wasn't that bad, especially at the at the end of the year. Uh, he was he was not that bad. Wide receiver two numbers at the end of the year for uh, for Mister Drake London. Okay, one and eight gone. Um, number fifteen. Fifteen. This is from Wayne. Jake, where is Wayne from? Uh, Wayne is from Arlington, Texas. Great place. Great place. Love love Arlington. Love the DFW area. Beautiful. Uh, Wayne, here's a fun little question for us. And I really enjoyed this. It brought a nice smile to my face. So thank you, Wayne. Wayne asks, what is your favorite pre-draft tradition in your home leagues? Honestly, and I, I mean, I don't really, I don't know if you can call it a tradition. But last year we played golf before. Got like two foursomes going. It was a good time. A lot of like friendly banter before. A lot of smokes. It's a good time. You should try it out with one of your leagues. It's we're gonna do it again probably this year. I'm hoping to do it in actually two of my leagues. At least just get like a foursome or two. Not sound you know graphic or anything like that. But Jesus. Um. Uh. Yeah. So playing golf and definitely if it's during the week, I need the day off of work. Like if it's on a if it's I need the day off of work. There's no you know yeah you need you got to take a day off of work. Um, other than that, there, there really is no treat, maybe like getting modelos, I guess, if you want to call that a treat, but playing golf's fun. I, I recommend it. Uh, so my keep, I'll use my keeper league as a great example. This is year seven of the keeper league. Every year we've had party the night before where it's just getting absolutely demolished, especially with the keeper deadline. Everyone puts in their keepers, keepers are set. And then it's just going out there getting absolutely demolished. And then the next day, going and playing golf, everyone's, you know, feeling a little bit, a little bit shitty, going out there, playing golf, having a great time, sweating out, sweating out the alcohol. And then you gear up and you go again. You get, get nice, nice drunk, have a good time, but then you got to cut yourself off at a a certain point. That's very key. I don't go in. I don't go into drafts intoxicated. It, it doesn't happen. I don't. I don't. Oh. Me personally, I do not drink during drafts. I know a lot of people do. We. I don't. I do not partake in in the alcoholic beverages during drafts. I know some people do. That's their choice. And 
God bless them. I don't know how they do it. It's like a casual beer. I mean, like, you know, that's not going to put me over absolutely. the edge. <laughs> not, not to the point, you know, where you're, you're sucking down, uh, you're sucking down a dry Manhattan. Like, no, 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 no. I, I don't know. How, I don't know how people do that. Um, but yes, I would agree. The golf, the golf is a must. Yeah. Golf's, golf's a great a time. Great time. It is a great time. Hey, maybe, maybe before the Superflex. Mm. I'm down. The mm. Superflex though is on a Wednesday, so it could be tough. I mean, look, I could change the draft date. I mean, look, shit, I'll take a day off. If you want, if if you just want to go, I'll take a day off of work. Sure. Uh, I have no I mean, problem. I mean, I hope <laughs> I don't want to say too much on here, but um, I wouldn't mind playing golf during the week if my schedule allows it. Uh, and I say bet to that. Uh, one, eight, and fifteen are gone. Uh, let's go with number. 13. Number 13. This is from Solomon. Solomon is from uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, Solomon, he just has a four-word question. Not even a question. It's a statement. Please discuss Davion Pierce. Not exciting. <laughs> Very boring. In half, baby, in full. No thanks at all, honestly, in full. In half, maybe. If he, if he falls around below where I have him, uh, I'll I'll contemplate it. But offense won't score a ton. They gave Devin Singletary some money. New coaching staff. It's not exactly the recipe for success for Damian Pierce. What's the what's the ceiling with Pierce? Maybe a thousand and seven. Oh my God, you would be very happy with a thousand and seven with, with Pierce. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I mean, I I think just under a thousand and like four or five touchdowns is fine. Uh, let me look. But, at, let me look at my concrete projections for you. Him. Just need to think about it like this: Is a Texans running back going to win you your fantasy league? Probably not. The answer is hell no. Uh, unless C.J. Stroud comes in here and he's looking like you know Johnny Unitas. Exactly. Like, but that's pretty unfair to expect. Yeah. So I have I have Pierce down for. Uh, 1,025 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, that's a fine year. I mean, that's not really a year, though, where you're kind of like – and the consistency, too, will be so up and down with him. We, He'll week, have weeks, to, week to week, he will be infuriating. He, he will be very frustrating to roster and to start, rather, weekly. And also, you just the, – the game scripts for Houston probably won't be the most ideal, right? Uh, not no. a good team. Will probably be from playing from behind. It's just not. It's not ideal. If there's anything that works in Damian Pierce's favor, it's that I have him projected at about two touches to one. Him and Devin Singletary. Yeah. They should be running the ball because of C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback. Don't want to put too much on him. They ideally they're going to want to run the ball as much D- as they possibly can. Division but, isn't the best either. That's also so, true, is that they're going up in a division where the Titans' defensive line is very good, but the Colts and the Jaguars, they they did bleed points at times to yeah. running backs last year. It's just a matter of if Pierce starts slow and you have Singletary there, who D'Amico Ryans brought in himself, he did not draft Damian Pierce. Is there the loyalty to Pierce? No, and it's not like Pierce so. was this, like, you know, it's not like you took him in the first round. You took him in what the fourth round? I think they took him in. Uh, yeah, no, third. Even the fifth. Third was the third? Yeah, I believe so. Are you sure? I feel like I saw him on date on day three of that draft. But look, regardless, a third round pick is not exactly earth shattering here. 
So it's not like you used a premium asset on the guy and it's a new coaching staff. I would avoid Pierce at all costs personally. If he falls he a fourth to a – Oh, great. So, again, not a premium asset. If he falls to a point where you're like, I have to take him because it just – the value is too good to pass up, fine. I'm, I'm all – that happens. It really does. I do that all the time. Yep. But – if you're drafting him at the consensus, I I think there's just a lot better names there that you could take on your team. Agreed. Agreed. And I think there are a lot more exciting names that you could take for your and just safer names. Not even well. exciting. I mean Yeah. Yep. Week to week safer. Like let me just look at let's play. You know what? This is a warm-up for the uh, for the for the week one mailbag. You know, great program and all. Let's play America's favorite game. Would you rather? Uh in in full, would you rather Damian Pierce or DeAndre Swift? That's close, especially with the committee. In full, I would go Swift. In half, I would go Pierce. That's how I am. Full Swift, half Pierce. Uh, Damian Pierce or Javante Williams? I'd probably go Williams. I think I would go Pierce. They're both they're both very scary. Yeah, Pierce or James Conner. Oof. I think I would go Pierce. I would go Connor. I would Nobody go behind him. Nobody behind him. I'm not worried about Connor really losing his job. Yeah, I just I just worry about and I always worry about James Connor's durability too. Fair. Fair point. Uh Damian Pierce or David Montgomery. I would t- I would go Pierce. I don't think that's relatively close either. I would go I would go Pierce, but I think I think that's close, sir. Pierce I'll give you one more here. Pierce or uh, Cam Akers. Akers, not even close. Akers. Yep, Akers for me as well. So he's kind of, he's kind of like a top. He's a high-end RB3 for you. I have him, I have him at 24 in my, in my full ranks. He's very unexciting, very worrying week to week. The journey won't be pretty. The destination, hopefully... Will be all right, but that that's kind of the problem when you know dissecting Damian Pierce is you don't want to hear. Hopefully, he should be all right. You want to hear he will be all right. And based on this conversation, we both share the same concerns that we don't know if Damian Pierce is exactly going to be all right. Yeah. No. Uh let's see. One eight thirteen fifteen gone. Uh, let's go with eleven. 11. This is from Brian. Jake, where's Brian from? Uh, let's go with Seattle, Washington. Brian, he needs to keep two in Superflex, half PPR. Patrick Mahomes for a third. Brees Hall for a fifth. Deontay Johnson for a seventh. Christian Watson for a twelfth. It is Mahomes for a third and Christian Watson for a twelfth for me. Yeah, I would still... Hall for a fifth is exciting. Now the whole Dalvin Cook thing... I don't think will be that big of a deal as as may people as people may perceive it to be. I think the Jets probably want to ease. You're you're gonna have to be patient with Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall will be a league winner because people will probably get frustrated with him early on in the year, and probably trade him for below. And I think you'll probably see like the change of the guard there. But I guess for a twelfth Watson's exciting. But I would go Mahomes for sure. And if the draft was tomorrow, I'd probably go Watson too. But I, I would, I wouldn't be upset if you went with with Hall, uh, either, because you could probably keep Hall again next year, and, and Brees Hall for a fourth next year would be really exciting. Yeah, yeah, especially if he if he can prove 
if he can prove himself with the knee, the knee, the knee is a is a big, big, big worry. But for now, Hall Hall isn't bad. I I would love to see him, you know, get back onto the field soon enough before so I could make, you know, kind of a gut call. But for now, I think Watson is just the safest, and it, it, he's the best value there. Deon, it's not Deontay Johnson. No, way. no, it's definitely not Deontay Johnson. Even though I like Deontay Johnson, it, it's but Mahomes for a third, you sign up for that. Oh yes, yeah, that, that's a guy that you've had to have Mahomes for a while if you're getting him for a third, because that's a guy in Superflex that's going top five quite comfortably. Yeah. Oh my God. One, eight, 11, 13, 15 are gone. Number two. Number two. This is from Sam. Sam is from Moscow, Russia. Our good friends at the Kremlin. <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting ready for the fans dress. They're, they're, they're ready. They're ready. Uh, Sam. He needs. He wants us to rank them in full: Samaj P. Ryan, Antonio Gibson, Javante Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, James Cook. I'd go Pacheco. Well, P. Ryan's last. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> um, I would go Pacheco, Cook, Connor, or excuse me, Williams, Connor. P. Ryan. Um, it is for me. It is Pacheco, Gibson. I Cook. forgot Gibson. Oh no, sorry. Sorry. It's Pacheco, Javante, Gibson, Cook, P. Ryan. No, I'm taking I for, first of all, I'm sorry about the whole James Conner thing. No, sure. I, I got him confused. There's there, there, there a lot of names. With, there are a lot of names. Yeah, it's is, a lot of names. Uh, in no world can I take Antonio Gibson over James Cook. <laughs> that 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 can't happen. Um, can't happen. Well, now now that Naeem Hines is not there, he's definitely a bit more interesting. Yeah, and like Commanders, how many years are we going to do this with Antonio Gibson? Contract year though. Contract year, that's great and all, but Commanders. I, I, I made the change. I made the change. I have, yeah, Commanders offense. It's Cook over 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 Gibson with the with the Naeem Hines uh injury. There you go. So it for me it is Pacheco, Javante, Cook, Gibson, P. Ryan. Yeah. Uh one, two, eight, eleven, thirteen, fifteen are gone. Number ten. Number ten. This is from Eric. Jake, where is Eric from? Eric is from St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Eric, he asks us a question that about league formats. He asks, do you both recommend the co-owned format for other fantasy players? It was fun, but if you have control issues, no, I don't. Yeah, long story short, if you if you don't if you don't work well with others, don't do it. If you don't really check that often, do it. Otherwise, it's really not that fun. Agreed. I, I think you you really summarized it quite well. Thank you. If you want if you want it to be, you know. Not as much of a burden. You share the responsibility. It's great. But if you don't share well with others and you like to throw your toys out the pram and you like to set your own lineups, live and die by your own sword, then it's not for you. 1, 2, 8, 10, 11, 13, 15, gone. 17. Uh, 17. This is from Max. Max is from Palo Alto, California. 
Uh, Max asked, what is your policy on drinking during the draft? My league is considering a dry draft. What do you think? Well, we kind we of just talked went about over it. this. Yeah, I, we <laughs> kind of talked about it. I'm not a drinker during the draft, but I think anybody that wants to, I think it's, it's it, this is America. We're allowed to make choices here. Give them the choice, can, move on. <laughs> give, the, give the choice, move on. Jake, you said uh, Modelo was was your uh, was your draft choice if you if you had correct. Yeah, I do like a nice Modelo. I, I think my uh, my draft my pre draft choice because again I don't drink during drafts, but before and then the night before, um, Pink Whitney Seltzer, wow, beautiful, sits very 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 nicely, very refreshing. Has to be ice cold though. Has to be ice cold. Yeah. You can't can't hit that shit room temp or warm because that that's just like that's jet or, fuel or, or anything yes <laughs> that's jet fuel to the gut uh one two eight ten eleven thirteen fifteen seventeen gone sixteen sixteen this is from tristan jake where's tristan from beverly hills california we love the stars we love the stars jake who's the star that's on your mind today uh how about you know what i was watching friends the other day how about lisa kudrow oh a, a brilliant actress Br- brilliant actress uh, the starts on my mind. I saw I saw Oppenheimer last weekend. Great film. Uh, Remy Malik, fantastic. He's in the movie. He's in, he is in a prominent role for about thirty minutes of the film, and he might be he might have the most important role in the entire film. And of I'm, course, I'm and of course, the Beverly Hills, California question on the Basement Talk podcast fantasy mailbag is brought to you in part by Emilio Estevez. Great guy. Great guy. I, I love him. He just has such a special place in my heart. I, I you know, uh, TMZ, TMZ reported that Emilio Estevez is looking to buy a home in Portland, Oregon. Can you believe that? They need Emilio. Uh, Emilio would be would be the fucking mayor of Portland. I mean, let let's be real. Incredible, incredible guy. Shout out Emilio Estevez, a, a legend on the on this platform. Uh, Tristan from Beverly Hills, California, who loves the stars. By the way, I didn't tell you. I did not tell you this. Guess where I will be two weeks from today? Beverly Hills, California. Beverly Hills, California. I'll be with the star stick. Say hello to Emilio while you're there. <laughs> Listen, I will find Emilio and I will get him for a sit down interview. <laughs> I will stalk him if well, I have to. Good man. Good man. <laughs> for, for, for the content. For the content. Uh, Tristan, he asks, outside of Kelsey and Mark Andrews, who is the tight end that you would pick to join the elites this year? I mean, do I have to pick one? <laughs> yeah. Um, if I had to pick one, I would either go with I would go TJ Hawkinson, honestly. He was yeah, tearing best, it up. Best of the rest, sure. Um I'll be Maybe Kyle Pitts. Who knows? Yeah, that I was gonna be my pick. I was gonna say Pitts. Yeah. I was gonna I say think it's Pitts. very fair. I was gonna say Pitts. And do yourself a favor. Don't mention Kyle Pitts around Adam because that, that incites a, a vociferous reaction from him. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not a believer like you and I. I'm a believer. I'm I'm a big believer. We love Kyle Pitts. We stand Kyle Pitts. Who and who could who could believe that after the first two years of his career, we'd be sitting here and saying that, yeah, Kyle Pitts, friend. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Let's see. One, two, eight, ten, eleven, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen are gone. Number three. Uh, Number three. This is from Ryan. Ryan is from Ankara, Turkey. That is the capital, not Istanbul. Uh, Ryan, he needs to keep two. Joe Burrow for an eighth. Cam Akers for a ninth. Travis Etienne for a fifth. Hollywood Brown for a thirteenth. I would keep old Joe Blue Eyes. 
He needs to keep one more after that. Oh, uh, Blue Eyes and Acres. Uh, yeah, yeah, Acres was a ninth, right? Uh, yes, ninth. Yeah, that's what Blue I would. Blue Eyes do. and Acres. Oh, Blue Eyes for an eighth, and our beautiful, wonderful boy Cam Acres for a ninth. That's right. Never I would Hollywood. Do. Never, 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 ever, ever. Nope. Sorry, no. Uh, one to three, eight, ten, eleven, thirteen, fifteen to seventeen are gone. Number four. Number four. This is from Peter. Jake, where's Peter from? Peter is from Mesquite, Texas. Hmm. We haven't had that. We have not had that location yet. Uh, <laughs> Peter, he wants us to create the trade in Dynasty. Full point PPR. He's giving a first in Saquon Barkley. He's getting DJ Moore and Jonathan Taylor. Hmm. A first in Saquon Barkley and DJ Moore and Jonathan Taylor. It's not awful. It's not awful. I I think this is a very 50-50 side. I think short term, I kind of like the Taylor side with with DJ Moore because I would just much rather have Taylor and Dynasty than than Saquon Barkley. Me too. So I'm going to go with the Taylor and DJ Moore side. And I'm going to go out on a careful limb. And I'm going to say that, Peter, if you're making that trade, you probably are contending. So that first round pick is probably not going to mean no squat to you. If you are, that's great. Yeah, but DJ Moore is worth the first, I would say. If like you're a late hoping first. to contend and you're like on the edge and you're not so sure and your team could still be stinky. I mean, I, I honestly, I would love to hold on to my first round picks if you possibly can and maybe get a chance at Marvin Harrison or Caleb Williams next year. Yeah. I mean, is there, like, I'm just trying to think, just, you know, rambling. I kind of feel like Marvin Harrison could be the first-round pick in rookie drafts next year. Oh, yeah, he's going to be the 1-1 in rookie drafts next year. And if you're going to stink, like, I'm thinking thinking about it for my startup. I'm thinking about trying to draft just young and for the future and see if I can get the 1-1. Not a bad strategy. I'm really thinking about it. And just, Not a bad strategy. I have, I have the sixth pick. I have the sixth pick and a 10. So I'm, look, my options would be the two that I'm kind of centering on would be Garrett Wilson and CeeDee Lamb. That's very – that's uberly tough. Let me just look at my ranks. I'll tell you who I have at six. I'd go Wilson. So, Wilson's a little younger. And, and, you know what, I, and Lamb's going to get that first contract this year too. Right. Whereas Wilson, he's playing for his first contract. And I know know that ahead of me, ahead of me, there's a Cowboys fan. Yeah. So I know that CD is definitely appealing to him. But if I believe in the rumor mill, the rumor mill says that they could be going, they're a call on, that it could be Jalen Waddle there. That's kind of what I said. And I was like, well, if you're going to do that, and you're going to potentially give me CD or, or Garrett, give me the choice. Like that's uh, that's nice. Thank you, thank you very yeah, much. Right. I also considered Alan Ross St. Brown, but I want to go receiver because obviously you know receiver more longevity and such. But if I'm gonna stink, is yeah. Brees Hall maybe appealing? I don't like that coming off the ACL, you never right. Know. That's that. That's the problem. Yeah. If I really want to stink and play for two or three years from now, Brees Hall could be the move, but. I kind of don't want to do that. Yeah, I would go Wilson. 
that would be that's that's the ideal best case scenario would be would be Garrett Wilson. Uh one to four, eight, ten, eleven, thirteen, fifteen to seventeen are gone. Number five. Number five. This is from Connor. Connor is from um uh, he's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh Connor asks, should we be paying more attention to the Chargers pass catchers if you expect Herbert to bounce back? I mean, sure. Sure. Mike, it's just all about availability with the Chargers pass catchers. A thousand percent. And and there are just so many of them that, you know, if you're looking at you're looking at all of them. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnson, uh, Gerald Everett. There's so many of them that honestly, the, the, the guy that we know is going to get his outside of, of course, Austin Eckler is Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is going to get his. That is 100 percent confirmed. But it's just a matter of can Keenan Allen stay on the field. Last yep. year, he could not. Can he this year? We'll see. As we've said a thousand times in this podcast, you get older, the availability does not get better. It just gets worse. And Keenan Allen has had a history of missing games. So ideally, up to me, I think Herbert's going to be great. I, I think he's going to be awesome. He got the big contract. Good for him. The man deserves it. But I would love... I would love to just not go and draft a Chargers pass catcher if I don't have to. No. Yeah. I I would maybe think about Keenan if he fell, but I'm never in the Mike Williams business personally. Neither am I. Neither am I. He's just kind of meh. One to five, eight, 10, 11, 13, 15, 16, 17. Number six. Number six. This is from Henry. Jake, where's Henry from? Henry is from St. Louis, Missouri. Great place. We love St. Louis. Uh, Henry, he needs to keep two and a half. Dallas got it for a 10th. Juju for a 14th. Brian Robinson for a 16th. James Conner for a 7th. These are all icky, terrible, awful options. If you could afford to not keep any of them and just go in with a clean slate. (laughs) That's what I would do. if 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 you had to keep people, I'd probably keep Dallas Goddard for a 10th. That would be my one. Yeah, and then maybe Juju for fourteenth is is somewhat interesting because he's kind of free and like you'll see what right. happens. Right. I honestly, it, it would be Goddard for a tenth if you had to keep one, and then I would just keep the other keeper. I mean, if you could trade keepers, I would consider trading trading the keeper and getting a pick for that. But a clean it, slate definitely is the better alternative. Yeah, here. I think a clean slate would be would definitely be the move. Would be the move there. Uh, I'm just keep the theme number seven. This is from Derek. Derek is from uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Derek, he wants us to rank them: uh, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, and Kirk Cousins. Well, let's go to the ranks. He's got his ranks, people. We're getting serious now. So, what? what who are they again? Uh, Justin Herbert, Herbert. Fields. Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, and Kirk Cousins. For me, it's Herbert Fields, Cousins, Jones. Yeah, that's for me as well. And the man got to check the ranks for it. Yeah. Heaven heaven has arrived. Uh, Let's see here. Number nine, this is from Shane. Jake, where is Shane from? Shane is from Palo Alto, California. Great place. Uh, Shane, he wants us to rank him in full. Travis Etienne, J.K. Dobbins, Kenneth Walker, Najee Harris. It is Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, J.K. Dobbins for me. 
yeah, I, I don't even think it's relatively close either with those ranks. Um, they're all top twenty ish guys. Um, but there's definitely a a, a golfing class between yes. Dobbins. Dobbins is in one tier. Najee is in the lower end of the next tier, and then Walker and Etienne are firmly established in the same tier as 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 Najee. Uh, number 12. You know what? I'm going to save number 12. We're going to go right to number 14. Number 14. This is from Alex. Um, Alex is from, uh, let's go with an international location. We're going to go with, uh, let's think here. We're going to go with Palermo, Italy. Uh, Alex, he wants us to rank him in half. Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard. And Pat Fryermuth. It is Hawkinson, Goddard, Waller, Fryermuth for me. I think I would probably go Waller ahead of Goddard just for the pure ceiling. Uh, actually, yes, I do actually have that. Yes, Hawkinson, Waller, Goddard, Fryermuth. Good yeah. call. Yeah, that's how I'd have it. Good call. And then, Jake, this mailbag. What's been missing? Has there been... Our good buddy, King Charles. The church bells. They've been missing. The regal entrance of our king. But don't worry. We save the best for last. King Charles, he has entered the chat. Jake. Where is our king? King is... Just living it up. In Paris, France. Oh, he's in Paris. Is 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 he taking part in the uh, the demonstrations? He could, he could. I I wouldn't rule it out. Wow, wow. Charles trying to stick it to the establishment. That is my king. That is my king. What a guy. What what an absolute legend. Uh, Charles. He wants us to grade the trade in his keeper league. While he's busy demonstrating. He's making trades in his keeper league. That, that, that's how you know. That's yeah. how you know. The, the man, man is dedicated pounds. to the craft. Charles, he wants to grade the trade in his keeper league. This is a full PPR. He's giving a fourth round pick. He's getting an additional keeper to then keep Mark Andrews for a sixth. I think keeping Mark Andrews for a sixth is the best. <laughs> like... Not really much to discuss there. See, my question for you, King Charles, and very, very rarely do I do I question your nobility, but I want to know who you're keeping where Mark Andrews is not an option. Because, yeah. honestly, I would be keeping Mark Andrews for a sixth over a lot of guys. So you have to have some ridiculous keepers for you to not be wanting to keep Andrews for a six. It's got to be something absurd. For it's, I, I yeah, can't think yeah, of better keeper be. value. for With the tight end position, with how bad it is. Right. That's that what I'm saying. Tight end two for a sixth round pick. You got to have something. Like, let I'm me, just thinking. You got like, to ju- have like Justin Jefferson for like a, a seventh or something. Right? Like let me, let me just check the email. Because I'm shocked. Because King Charles would normally... Give us the information. Let me just look up his email. And of course, I know King Charles's email by heart. Okay. There was a key piece of information that I missed. My king, please forgive me. Do not send me to the guillotine. 
the keeper that he has, he has one keeper. So that makes a ton of sense. The one keeper that he has is Chris Olave for a ninth. I would still rather keep Andrews. <sighs> I would go Andrews. I, I would go Andrews. You're not you're not gonna find a tight end in that. that you it, no. I would keep Andrews. Just how scarce the tight end position is. I mean, look, if you could trade that fourth round pick and, and then keep Andrews and Olave for a sixth and a ninth, that's awesome. I, oh my god, that's so hard. Oh my god, that this changes this changes the entire question. I would probably keep keep Olave for the ninth. No, nah, I'm going Andrews. So we disagree. We disagree. I would keep Olave for the ninth, but but I would do that deal. I would do that deal. Trade the fourth for the keeper, then then you get to keep Mark Andrews for a sixth. I mean, you're getting two guys that are probably going to be late round two, early round three. Yeah. So yeah, it makes up too. for it. I w- yep. I think you do that. And I agree. You keep, and you keep Andrews on the lava. And there's, and there's no debate to be had. Yeah, it's, 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 I can't think of a better scenario than that. That, I mean, listen, the people, the people need to make sure that King Charles is successful. And I love it. I love it. We, we, we live and die for the king. God save the king. And that's going to be it for this edition of the mailbag. We love the mailbag. We love answering your questions. Uh, again, thank you to everyone who submitted. If you have questions, feel free. Send in your questions. We'll be doing another mailbag probably sometime in, in, in early August. I know I'm going to be away um, on the 10th. So probably we'll do a mailbag then within, within the next like two weeks. Uh, so submit your questions if you want to... Uh, have your questions answered. Drafts are right around the corner. We'll probably do another another mailbag. Another pro- probably honestly, we'll probably do a long ass mailbag just to like empty it out. Um, we'll just cap a a cap a day for you to submit your questions, and then before drafts really kick off, we'll do one big ass mailbag. And however long it takes is however long it takes. Um, so submit submit your questions. I'll announce when I think a second mailbag is going to be, so that way you know we have an idea of you know. When's last call to submit those questions? Then we clear it out. And then it's time to submit your questions for the week one mailbag, which, of course, Jake and I are going to be there, clearing our schedules to be there for the week one mailbag for Portland, of course. So for Jake Simone, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.